0: 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 630 Chad.
1: Well, after getting lit up by Austin Matthews last night, the Colorado Avalanche move on to face Montreal. No score after the first though the abs out shooting the Habs 13 4 second period, lightning up one, nothing on the blues. Sabres lead the Panthers three, nothing early second period. Blackhawks and Caps, one, one senators up one, nothing on the hurricanes. Late in the first, Sharks and Islanders tied at one. Devils and Wild just getting underway. A few games later, including Calgary with a very good record of 13-4-5, and five, visiting the Los Angeles Kings. The Oilers with an optional skate today before departing for Seattle. I can tell you both Darnell Nurse and Devin Shore took part in the skate. Two of the Oilers' many injured players, really up to now six, I guess. Uh, neither guy will play tomorrow in uh, uh seattle the, i guess we just wait and see the oilers start a six game homestand on sunday against the los angeles kings tomorrow furnace family oilers hockey six o'clock face-off show game at eight as the oilers take on the tentacle team really appreciate you tuning in tonight man oh man we are going to have a uh, a fun show with some great and familiar voices including this one bear, but it came out the end the legendary mike doc emrick who's going to join me between six thirty and 7 he'll be on tonight and uh, he's also going to be on the face-off show tomorrow it, it, i mean doc emrick such a great voice calling so many games and yes we often still got him in canada if we if we got the u.s feed of a game so i think canadian fans know his voice very well and it now retired and uh, I, we taped an interview today that was a little over half an hour long. So part one tonight, part two tomorrow on the Face Off show. What a storyteller. I mean, I was, I was enthralled talking to him this afternoon. And uh, just amazing stuff. So uh, you're going to hear that uh, between 6.30 and 7 tonight for part one. And then part two tomorrow. And uh, man, oh, man, we went for half an hour and he probably could have gone for 3 hours and maybe still be going still be going incredibly generous with his time what a career so you're going to hear him tonight which is pretty cool also tonight we'll talk football with Bob Irving from our sister station CGOB in Winnipeg speaking of legends Bob, uh, a legend in calling games in the Canadian Football League, final game for the Bombers is the West Final on Sunday. So, of course, we'll talk about the game and get uh, some perspective on Bob as he's going to be calling from Bob as he calls play by play for the final time. So that is pretty cool. And, And speaking of big name broadcasters, how about this Canadian sportscaster Brian Williams retiring after a 50 year career covered the Olympics 14 times, the Grey Cup over 35 times, and he says he's very proud of his long career. I
0: just feel very, very fortunate and uh, very happy to work with uh, great people at uh, great events. Uh, Doesn't get any better than that.
1: And uh, Williams says, you know what? Long career, 50 years. I'm ready to move on. I'm
0: 75. And, um, you know, I started in uh, Chum doing news back in um, uh, 1970, uh, September of 70. And, you know, you you have children and grandchildren. There there comes a time to retire. And uh, at 75, for me, it's the right time.
1: All right. Uh, I got to interview Brian Williams. Uh, I think I've interviewed him a couple times. I remember there was an event in 2010, the summer of 2010, for the uh, canadian men's olympic hockey team that had won the historic gold medal in vancouver and uh brian was there and i I wasn't able to set up anything with him ahead of time but i I knew he was going to be around so uh i I was in the press box and i think i was doing cut-ins or something uh on maybe the afternoon show i don't really remember but I, i i was there and doing a little bit of on air stuff and uh, of course, it was like, okay, Brian Williams is going to be there. You got to find a way to talk to Brian Williams. Like, okay, so in the press box, there's Brian Williams, and it's like, okay, well, I got to, I got to go talk to him. So I go up to him, and uh, I, I, I had some sort of station ID on, probably a lanyard or something. Maybe I was wearing a a, a T-shirt, six thirty Ched T-shirt, and I was like, hey, Brian Williams, uh, my, you know, sorry to bother you. I'm uh, Reed Wilkins. I work for six thirty Ched here in Edmonton, and of course, he knows the station, and he lived in Edmonton when he was a kid. And uh, I just was wondering if, if if you got some time to um, to hop on with me for a few minutes this afternoon. And uh, then, I dro- of course, I dropped Brian Hall's name. And his face just lit up because I think what we were going to do is I, I think Halsey was throwing to me for these cut-ins, and then my plan was in, in my head. And if you listen to the show, uh, Inside Sports uh, at all, you know, I, I, I tend to just sort of have – plans or change my plans and do weird things along the way so in my mind I thought this is going to be great like uh, Halsey will throw to me for to do the cut-in from the celebration for the hockey team and I'll have Brian Williams sitting there and the the crazy thing is unlike most of my plans it actually worked (laughs) so I get I I say okay Brian if you can come at this time and we'll we'll bring you on and Halsey won't know you are there and he's like, yeah, that's that's an awesome idea. So he comes into the booth, and I, I'm sitting there. And it's like, okay, the time I'm going to go on. And Halsey, all right, we got Reed Wilkins at Commonwealth Stadium. Hey, what's going on there, buddy? Well, uh, actually, Brian, someone just popped into the booth. And I hear kind of Halsey go, ah. Huh? And uh, then Brian Williams comes on and says hello without identifying himself. And right away, Halsey's like, Brian Williams, Brian Williams, what are you doing there? So. <laughs> And then uh, they had a little chat, and I just got to kind of sit there and uh, listen to two the, of the greats uh, talk for a few minutes. So that's what one of my memories of, of Brian Williams uh, anyway. So that, that was pretty cool, which got me spe- speaking of weird ideas I get sometimes. And always, I'm happy to hear from you calling or texting 780-496-0063. The hotline, of course, is presented by CertainTeed Professional Grade Building Materials. If you could pick a, a sports broadcaster, now maybe it's a play-by-play person, maybe it's a host like Brian Williams, maybe it's someone who does uh, you know, highlights like my, my buddy Jay Onright or, or Ken Reed or Darren Dutition or somebody like that. Who, what Canadian, uh, well, it doesn't have to be Canadian, what, what sports broadcaster would you like to have sort of describe a portion of your day? Maybe they do play-by-play, maybe they do some highlights, maybe they, they do a little story on it. Because I I think that would be pretty fun. Like I I, I would think if, you know, if Brian Williams described a, a portion of your day, it would be like, and Tom is getting his coffee at seven thirty Edmonton time. That is a nine thirty if he were in Toronto as he visits the local Tim Hortons. You know, maybe it would be something like that. Or you could have Jack Michaels, and if you worked late one day, Jack could say, and it's been a long day for Darren. He's going into. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) So that'll be our uh, off-topic topic topic tonight for fun. Which sports broadcaster would you like to have uh, describe, call the play-by-play, do a story on something about your day? Maybe something mundane about your day that they could make sound pretty exciting. Uh, Yeah, so Doc Emmerich coming up uh, between 6.30 and 7, Bob Irving after the 7 o'clock news. We'll hear from uh, Oilers head coach Dave Tippett as we move along throughout the show tonight. And Brad Lauer is going to be on the show, the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings who are loading up to go after it all in the Canadian Hockey League this season to go after that Memorial Cup. They got Caden Gooley yesterday and the Oil Kings have a home game tomorrow and then they have the teddy bear toss game on Saturday. So Brad's going to tee up those two games for us. All right, it is 6.15. We'll call a quick timeout. It's Inside Sports on Chet. All right. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Doc Emmerich coming up after the 630 news. Uh, you can text seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Don writes in. He says, Hey Reed, I think it was selfish of McDavid to score the empty net goal when he could have given it to Hyman for the hat trick. Well, I'll tell you what, Don, uh, I don't think it was selfish of McDavid to score the goal. I think it would have been a a, a two on oh, or if he'd had a a safer pass to Hyman, he he would have given it to him. He wanted to give it to him. Hyman was asked about it after the game and he said there was a guy on me and I was just telling them go score it. I think if big David would have tried to force a pass there and it gets turned over. We're probably getting messages saying, why is, why is big David worried about who scores the goal? Just put it in and end the game. And, you know, my colleague Rob Brown sometimes is uh, asked about stuff like that. Empty net situations, trying to get a player, a milestone goal. And yes, teams will try to do it, but, uh, uh, Rob has always said it is not a selfish play if it is the best play for the team. And I think ultimately the best play for the team was for McDavid or whoever had the puck to just finish the game, just make it five two and, and put it completely out of reach. So I don't see it that way. If that's uh, a complaint you have about the game last night, uh, I respect that. And uh, I hope that uh, you respect. I think that you are, uh, Uh, that i don't agree with you at all all right uh also which sports broadcaster would you like to have describing a portion of your day story-wise or play-by-play wise dj says well i'm not surprised we got a mention for this all-time great my first choice is the great rod phillips after that al michaels and chris cuthbert that is from dj yes good stuff doug says keith jackson don't they do um isn't there a Keith Jackson sort of um, character on the The Simpsons that does the oh o- Nelly on the on the football broadcast when they have one? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> Tyler says, I'd love it to be-oh, this is good. I'd love it to be Bob Euchre. He's outrageously funny, probably inappropriate. <laughs> Such an iconic announcer. Or I'll show my age and also say the late great Howard Cosell, an absolute legend with an outstanding and completely unique voice and delivery. Or maybe Jackie Stewart for the terrific Scottish accent. We'll have to find. Uh, if you got time before the break, here, Kellen. Well, I, I know we got the tippet clips coming up. Maybe on YouTube, we should find some Jackie Stewart. That Scottish accent. I'm on it. Is is, is pretty good. Richard says Rod Phillips, Bob Cole, and Don Whitman. Yeah, all uh, all Canadian legends for sure. Rb says uh, Reed. I would like for you to announce my day doing the Brian Hall impersonation. I could just get Brian to do it himself, R.B. (laughs) You don't don't need me doing my impersonation. Plus, I don't know if I could keep the voice up for more than 10 seconds. Jeremy from Glendon says, hey, read Doc Emmerich was a great voice on TV, but was even more iconic in the NHL video game series in the mid-2010s. Nothing like making myself a 99 overall, taking the Oilers to the Cup final and hearing Doc yell, score when i score the winning goal at 3 a.m if i had to choose one broadcaster to describe my life for a day it would be jay on but only if he could still yell Bobrovsky all day <laughs> that's jeremy from glendon who uh lives in the pierogi has a really luxury condo actually inside the pierogi it's it's quite nice uh vote for marv albert his son kenny albert was here Last night, D says, I would want Gene Principe doing it. It would be a very punny day. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely cool for sure. Dave Tippett uh, talked after the Oilers' optional skate today, and I asked him about winning ugly versus losing pretty because it's kind of an ugly win last night.
0: Winning is way more fun than losing. You could probably ask my kids that over 40 years in the NHL. It's a different atmosphere around the house when you win and you lose, so I would agree with that. It's uh, last night's game is an interesting game. Like you look at it, we're behind in the shot totals and the shot attempts, but not a lot of not a lot of good ones. Like our attempts were probably double the grade A attempts they had. Our, our problem, we didn't make enough plays with the puck. And uh, I think we're number one in the league in puck possession, the offensive zone. We were about half of what we normally are last night. Some of that they chuck well. Some of that we just didn't make good plays. We didn't, didn't support the puck. We didn't, didn't make good plays out of our zone. But the attempts that we got were really good ones, you know, really high-quality ones. So at the end of the day, if you look at we defended too much because of our puck play. That being said, there was some defending that was pretty good. Koskinen made some good saves. And our transition game off some of their mistakes were, was really good. So we ended up winning the game. There's some positives out of it. There's some things we can do way better, way better. And there's uh, some of that is puck play. Some of that is some decisions with the puck. But when you look at the game again, we did enough things to win the game. Um, They put a lot of pressure on, a lot of outside shots, a lot of, you know, their penalty kill was pretty strong against us. Um, But when you look at the chances in the game, you just went through the highlights of the game you would understand why we won.
1: All right, that's uh, Dave Tippett, who got into a summary of last night's game, which I thought was pretty detailed and uh, gave some good insight into the Oilers' struggles through the first two periods. Clearly better in the third. They were able to hang in there. I I, I do think, well, I think pretty obvious to say that missing players on defense are creating some challenges because you have some inexperience experienced players there and maybe even some of the more experienced players I thought, I thought Evan Bouchard kind of had a tough night through two periods but then was better in the third got the goal so uh yeah <clears throat> but a good summary there from Dave Tibbett 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 6 30 Chad.